Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello. Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. We are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, share your comments and thoughts, and answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we are not experts. We are simply podcast hosts. That's it. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. And of course, if you want to reach us, we love hearing from you. Our voicemail number is 781-591-0390 and our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. We're just going to kick things off. I love when we just kick things off. Are you ready? I'm ready. Good afternoon, Dory and Kate. My name is Tracy and I'm calling from the UK. I just wanted to say, thank you for being a friend. Travel up the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and I can't fit in. Do, do, do. And if you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be from me and the card attached would say, 
say thank you for being a friend. Do, 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 do. I think I should also add that I'm a community nurse and I'm just sitting outside one of my patients' homes and I've seen the curtains twitch, so let's hope that they haven't seen me singing along to my phone because it was a it was a full body performance. Um, but I just wanted to say I hope you both have a great day and thank you so much for what you do. I really enjoy your podcast. Bye. I have chills. My legs are voicemail hall of fame. I mean, Tracy. I mean, Tracy. Tracy, that made my week. I also love. I have to say that you got the ba 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 totally the end, which I always do. Yeah. The end, that triumphant ending of that amazing jingle. Thank you for being a friend. I mean, when I first heard this voicemail, I died, and then came back to life. How could you not? That just made made my freaking life. Tracy, that was amazing. Also, thank you for being a community nurse. Yeah. And giving it a full body performance. Full body performance. I'm sure your patient was thrilled. Yes, honestly. (laughs) Did they ask for their own rendition? If anyone wants to call in with other theme songs, yes, we will welcome it. We'll sing our own. Yeah, we will. Moving forward, Dory. Okay. Um, We had a listener write in who's partner is transitioning and we had some response uh to the email and one of the questions was if they should start a podcast Mm -hmm. about the experience so we had a couple people email us the first person wrote in response to the listener who is considering doing a podcast with her partner who is transitioning you had really good points that i do hope they consider as a family that being said as soon as i heard the words podcast i said yes out loud the more we all talk about tough things the easier it is for everyone to understand and get used to so if they end up doing it i really hope she tells you and you tell us so we can share in their journey i mean that is a rousing endorsement endorsement. we heard from another listener Uh, They said, I currently am a social worker who works with trans people and I'm a trans person myself. As such, I wanted to acknowledge that the person emailing in seems to already be very supportive of their partner and that they are reaching out for help is awesome. I also want to echo that both parties should start individual therapy as well as couples. This will provide a safe space for each of you to process this change separately and together. It will also provide a place... Excuse me. It will also provide both of them a place to mourn. This is a healthy response and is normal. I encourage the emailer not to feel shame around this process. I know it's easier said than done, but sometimes hearing the words helps. My concern lies with creating a safe spot for the emailer's partner to be out during the holidays. It sounds as they might be headed into a situation numerous times over where the partner will be dead named, misgendered, and will possibly have to listen to transphobic comments. Creating a place where your partner and you both feel safe to recharge and be yourselves is going to be imperative. Maybe even have a planned out uh, excuse. I, I included that. I think it was left out for an event or party when it becomes too much for either of you. I usually use my dog as I don't have kids. Mm. I thought that was really good advice. That is really good advice. Yeah. Thank you both for weighing in. Yeah. We listeners. appreciate it. Uh, and again, moving on to a very different topic, but another voicemail that quite frankly rocked me to my core. This is about a skin cream recommendation. Mm-hmm. And it's one that I am probably going to go pick up today. So here we go. Hi, my name is Gray and I am in Southern Indiana, right outside of Louisville, Kentucky. 
I just put my two and a half year old and my one year old to bed. So if you hear some yammering in the background, that is what that is. I love your show. I don't wear any makeup at all, and I just love your show anyway. And I had to call in because I have two ride or die products that I pretty much know are never going to be mentioned on the show unless I call in and recommend them. My first product is the Trader Joe's Enrich Moisturizing Face Lotion with Broad Spectrum SPF 15. God knows what's in this stuff. It doesn't feel great going on, but for some reason I've used it for the past, I don't know, five years. And I've had literally flawless skin for five years. I have no idea. I'm too superstitious to quit using it. So this is your plug for everybody to at least try the Trader Joe's Enrich Facial Moisturizer for $3.99 a bottle. And then my second one is my night cream, which is the Alba Botanica Hawaiian Moisture Cream. I just slather this on my face at night because I think it smells good. And that's it. Okay. I love you guys. I just, your podcast just makes me laugh. And I appreciate that you also address what's going on in the world and that you take it seriously, but at the same time have a light and funny attitude. And it's really important to have both, and I really appreciate that. So thank you so much. Keep doing what you're doing, and I'll talk to you later. Maybe not ever, but you know what I mean. Bye. We do know what you mean. We do. I love it doesn't feel great going on. This is my favorite <laughs> endorsement of a product ever. Who knows what's in it? Who knows what's in it? It doesn't feel good, <laughs> but but I'm flawless. Yeah. You convinced me, Gray. I, I, like, this was all I needed to hear. Yeah. And, and you've been using it for four years and it costs $3.99. Okay. Yeah. Kate Spencer's here for this. Sign me up. Yeah. Gonna go to Trader Joe's today, get some truffle almonds and some mango mm. slices and some of this cream mm. just to have when I finish my other cream experiments. Although I, I might go back to my old Vintner's daughter because I do love that so much. Oh my gosh. Mm. But uh, wasn't this a fun... Such a fun voicemail. Endorsement? Yes. Have you tried any Trader Joe's skincare products? Because I've played around with some of their stuff. I have not. I used to use Trader Joe's um, shower gel. Mm. And I really liked it. I have that right now. It's like a huge jug and it's kind of like body wash, hair wash, whatever you want, wash. I did not use that one. Okay, that's what I have. I think there was one that was like minty that I used. Mm. That I liked. We should do a Trader Joe's I was product just episode. Thinking that. Okay, let's literally get on that. Okay, let's get on that. I will do some purchasing this week. Okay, listeners, we'll just touch on the whole line. I know sometimes they don't always have everything in every store. Yeah. I also know the rose spray is a very cult fave. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so excited! Ooh, this will Ooh, be. Fun. I love product tests. And then we can. What if we turn flawless? I mean, I aren't mean, we already? Yeah. Our soul. Like, Let's be honest. Our spirits are what really make us glow. Exactly. Right, everybody? Yeah. But if three ninety nine cream can help, great. Sign us up. That Alba Botanica recommendation, too, I'm curious about. Well, I really like Alba Botanica products. Is that your body moisturizer? That is my body moisturizer. Um, yeah, I really like their stuff. So I'm intrigued by this recommendation as well. Well, we've got some new products to play with. We sure do. Add it to the list. Let's take a little break. All righty. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The superpower short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, like, I, I I, don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it, like, the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like, get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best. 
with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. I'm pumped for this segment. I know. I was going to reveal that for the past couple of weeks, like I'll occasionally get a text message from you that's like, have we talked about this yet? <laughs> like, not yet. I just wanted to compile the responses. But I can tell you are itching to go. I am. And I've I've actually thought about this. You have? Have you changed? So what we're talking about is uh, we received a lot of responses to a past voicemail from a caller who was on a hike yep. with their child and yep. their dog yep. who kind of declared that they were not the friend who makes plans. Yeah. And they were a little bit of the flake friend. It was just who they are. Yeah. Dory had an impassioned response to this. I did that. We actually edited down. <laughs> it was more impassioned originally. I was going to say, I didn't know if we were going to reveal that, but it, we had to edit 
Dare I say like five minutes of conversation out of that one? I I I went off about it. But you you are th- you're kind of thinking in the moment. I was thinking in the moment because I didn't know that I would have that response. Here's what one person said. That caller had me in my feelings. I am usually the make the plans friend and the on time friend. I get tired of people claiming being late as part of their identity. Being late is a choice. And like you said, is disrespectful. Why do I, a person who gets to brunch at 1030 a.m. like we agreed, have to cater to my late friends? They know I am usually on time. So why don't they leave earlier? Being the person who never makes the plans but expects an invitation is also disrespectful. We are all busy. I have a kid and run my own business, yet I still reach out. If I want to see you, I will make time, and I am of the impression that other people do the same thing. So if I don't hear from you, that signals to me that you don't care to see me, which is fine, but don't expect me to keep inviting you. Boom. Yeah. Do you want to read this email, guys? Sure. This this one really spoke to you. (laughs) All right. I just listened to the mini up relationship roles and one of the callers called in to respond to a previous email about not being able to make friends because of a lack of response when she initiated hangouts. The caller said for her that it wasn't about not wanting to hang out with friends, rather that she was often busy, etc. This really bothered me. I could tell it bothered Dory a bit as well, but Dory's response was kind and measured. I have to be honest, mine was not quite that kind. I realize this stems from my own experiences as a woman who moved away from all my friends and family when my three children were all very young to a place where I didn't know anyone at all. It took me a long time to make any real connections, but over time I did. And while I've since moved back to my home state, I still remember that feeling of being very lost and lonely. The truth is we are all busy. Whether we have a traditional nine to five or not, kids or not, a partner or not, all of us are busy. When we use busy as an excuse to not respond to an invitation or return a call, we are really saying this is not a priority. And that's okay. We all have to prioritize. At this point in my life, all my friends have school-age kids that are playing sports or in dance or musicals and whatnot. We have jobs and caregiving responsibilities and a million things that need our attention all the time. It's understandable that we are not available to each other every Friday night for dinner or Sunday for brunch. When I have downtime, I mostly want to lie on my couch with a book or sit on my deck with a glass of wine, not necessarily go out for drinks with a friend or dinner. However, I prioritize my friendships because these are people who are important to me. Whether it's an occasional dinner out or just a check-in phone call, I make sure to reach out to the people I care about and they do the same. When you reframe it as a priority, it takes on a different tone. To the caller who said she was busy and the people in her life should understand that when she flakes on her friends or doesn't reschedule, I have to say, I think she should take a minute to reflect on how, whether that makes her friends feel like a priority in her life or if their friendship is something she is taking for granted. To the person who emailed about being frustrated at trying to make new friends, I just want to say, I see you. It's hard. Keep trying. As a mom to three small kids in a brand new city where I felt like an outsider, I was able over time to make a few really great friendships that I get to carry forward in my life. Keep putting yourself out there and I hope you find some great people who make you feel like you're creating a place for yourself. Mm. Wow. Yeah. This this listener laid it down. Laid it down. Well, here's I want to just kind of play other responses yes. so we get the full spectrum. Yes, so here's yes, yes. one, here's a voicemail that mm-hmm. someone left us. Hey, Caitlin, Kate and Dory. Man, I've tried to say that twice and have stumbled through Anyway, this is Caitlin calling from Atlanta, and I just had to pause the pod really quickly when you were talking about the voicemail from the caller last week um, talking about making friends and um, the woman on the hike who was saying how she just feels like she's not a person that initiates and she's not sure why. And I just – and then Dory, like, 
I agree with a lot of the things you were saying, but I wanted to mention I am also a person that has found that I am not often the person that always initiates, and I have done some digging into why that is. And one thing that I hadn't realized is that is a um, thing that's linked with ADHD. So um, just a note, um, if you have adult ADHD, that's uh, part of it that I didn't realize was. And, yeah, fun. It makes the little tasks like initiating, um, planning an event or something like that really tedious and you just don't think to do it. But then I always go when somebody else initiates and I'm really happy I did. So just a thought. It could be that it's a little more out of her control or just harder for her than um, that she's just, like, being lazy. Anyway, love the pod. Bye, guys. One more voicemail. I just want to respond to this uh, voicemail. Yes, of course. Which is, I hear this, and I also see this with my husband who has ADHD. It is like basically impossible for him to make plans, except when it has to do with poker. We've all got our things. So, you know, that's just interesting. Um, but yes, I. I know that those sort of like executive functioning tasks are difficult for people with ADHD. The the caller, maybe she has undiagnosed ADHD, but she did not indicate that she has ADHD. I am in the early stages of exploring whether or not I have ADHD. Mm-hmm. So this kind of resonated with me because mm-hmm. I, I can relate to the person who struggles to make the plans. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't know if that's my diagnosis, but I'm in the process of finding out. We'll keep you posted. All right. We've got one more, Dory. Okay. One more response. This is a long one. Hi, Dory and Kate. This is Ella. I just left a voicemail and got cut off. So I'm going to try this again and do it quicker and not ramble as much. Um, basically, I'm calling in um, in response to the um, triple-tasking hiker who had called in in response to um, someone who was worried about the fact that she doesn't, when she tries to make new friends, they don't initiate hangouts with her. And the triple-tasking hiker said she was just too busy to initiate hangouts with friends. Um, So I wanted to call in as um, a former friend that never initiated hangouts um, you could say I'm a rehabbed friend. Um, I was always the person that said, you know, I'm just too busy. I worked a job that uh, I was working, you know, 100 hours a week. And um, I would, you know, say, you know, friends texted me and wanted to hang out. That was great. I wanted to hang out with them. I loved them. Um, but if not, then that was fine, too. I had a million other things on my plate. Um, but a few years ago, I changed decided to make a change and really prioritize my friendship um, and be the one that came up with things for us to do and initiated those hangouts and, um, and you know, kept track of what was going on in my friends' lives and, you know, texted them to see how they were doing and how they were feeling about those things. And um, I have to say that it has um, transformed my life because my friendships are just so much more in-depth and meaningful, um, and uh, and truly, I feel like I have developed relationships 
that will be lifelong friendships because both sides are really so invested in each other. Um, so I just wanted to suggest that there can be a lot of joy in prioritizing friendships in that way. Um, and I also wanted to just suggest that there may also be a fear of rejection on the part of um, people who say that they're too busy to initiate those hangouts with, with friends because that was certainly part of it for me, that fear that if I came up with something to do with a friend that they might say no. And so that was something that I also had to sort of work through and get over in order to prioritize my friendships. Um, anyway, that's all I wanted to say. Thank you guys so much for your great podcast. Um, I totally get the fear of rejection thing. Definitely. I totally have that. I have that as well. And um, that's kind of nudged me to try to let that go a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think what this all comes down to is treat if friends are priority for you, treat them like a priority. Treat others like you want to be treated. It's hard sometimes. But it is hard sometimes, of course. But I think it does take that extra step of, it does. of not not being kind of neglectful, benign, like not, not resorting to benign neglect of your friends. I also think that communication with friends is crucial. Yeah. And, and it's hard. It's very hard, but I think we can find a way to say to someone like, Hey, I would love to spend time with you, but it feels like I'm always the one making the plans. Do yeah. you want to, th is there something you feel like doing together that you would like to suggest or are you too busy? I mean, it's, I think it's okay to open up these conversations. Yeah. And sometimes you might not get the response you want or the response you expect or the response that you expect. And that's okay too. Yeah. But at least, you know, but yeah, I think these are all really important conversations to be having that we don't typically have with friends. So let's all have those conversations. All right. Great game. Okay. Thank you all so much for weighing in on this one. Yeah. We really appreciate all the... And keep weighing in if you have more thoughts. Don't stop. No, don't stop. All right. We're going to take another short break. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay, I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, 
our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Well, we are back. We are back. We've got a couple messages from listeners. Yep. A couple more queries. Both very different, mm-hmm. but I'm intrigued by them and I'm ready to answer. Yeah, let's do it. All right. First up, a VM. Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Jenny calling from Columbus, Ohio. And I had a question that maybe you or some of the other listeners could give me some advice on. And it's inspired by something that Story is doing. So I know that Story is trying this year to try to reduce um, her use of plastic, and that's, you know, like in the house, on the go, whatever. And I've been wanting to do that as well, but I'm having a hard time sticking to it, mostly because my husband is not really looking to do that. Like, he's a very specific person when it comes to grocery shopping and cooking in the kitchen since that is really like his area and you know little things like I bought a reusable bag for produce he won't use that because it doesn't keep the produce properly in the fridge so he likes to keep getting the flimsy little plastic bags from the produce section over and over again Um, and so I'm just kind of looking for advice or feedback on what people think about trying to do that um, when your spouse or your partner is not really on board, but you're obviously sharing a living space and groceries and things like that with someone. So looking for tips and tricks maybe on ways to still reduce plastic that um, are manageable, even if my partner is not participating in that. So anyways, I love your podcast so much. You guys are just an absolute delight. And say hi to all the pups for me. I love hearing about the little fur babies, um, and of course, Henry. So um, have a great day. Love you guys. Well, one of the little pups is cozily <laughs> sitting curled up on a chair in our line of vision. This pup 
my pup almost had had a full on meltdown when people arrived. A meltdown of excitement. A meltdown of joy. Yeah. This my dog cannot handle her love of people. It overwhelms her and overcomes Especially her. Especially when Sammy's involved. This is true. Like she's excited to see me, but I feel like when Sammy comes <laughs> over, it like it's like next level. Yeah. You've set up some boundaries, I think, with Lucy where you're like, Okay, I I get it. I like you, but like go away. Like, I also you, feel like she sees me more often than she true. sees Sammy. So it's like a real treat to see Sammy. Yeah. I get it. I get it. So that was a tangent about my dog. How do we connect with our spouses to get on the same well, page? I found this to be very interesting because yeah. I am, I, I pretty much have that as well. Oh, you do? Yeah. Like, huh. My husband just does not. It's not a priority for him, I would say. And no matter how many times I'm like, please put this stuff, even like put this, these cans in the recycling bin. It's like, he doesn't do it and it drives me crazy. Um, he like never remembers to bring a reusable bag to the grocery store it's, you know, it's just like all this stuff that I feel like I repeat ad nauseum. Mm. And at the end of the day, all I can do, I've realized, is put these things into practice for myself. Wow. And do them to the extent that I can in the house. I like that. I'm trying not to be wasteful and, you know, just, yeah, he just doesn't. He doesn't think about it. And I've also, it's come down to a sort of like pick your battles and figure out what, like how much of this mental load am I going to take on? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so if it's just like I'm picking cans out of his trash, then that's what it is. And, you know, taking the reusable back to the grocery store every time I go to the grocery store and... You know, I also bought reusable vegetable bags, you know, like just those things that I'm trying to do and implement in my life. Um, but yeah, it's annoying and it sucks. Yeah. I mean, I think it sounds like you're already having a dialogue with your partner about why it's important to you. I think you can tell them and give them literature and share information, but there's only so much you can do to change other people. Look, you can lead your partner to the recycling bin, but you can't make him put the can in. Dory, I love that. Does that work? It does work. I think that works. It really works. <laughs> you can show him where it is in the kitchen. I really also think like I, eventually, you know, people come around when they come around. Yep. You know? Exactly. And I know all I can do, like you said, is I just, in my home, my home, we're more or less on the same page. I'm a little bit more, you know, like the toilet paper rolls. I take them when somebody goes to the bathroom, I take them out of the trash so we can recycle them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But now my family has started doing it. Mm. I do feel like sometimes if you just start doing Leading model, by yeah, example. modeling the behavior, people start to just adapt totally. for better or for worse. The other thing I think you can do is also just like implement shit so they don't have a choice. Yeah. Is that the wrong way to handle a partnership? I don't know. Well, like what what are you thinking of specifically? I mean, for example, I replaced all our plastic food storage with glass food storage oh i did the same and i was just like this yes. is happening i did the same thing. i'm not talking to you about it totally yes um, or i like for example i am weaning my family off of ziploc bags mm -hmm. 
and moving to stash her bags. Same. And I'm also like, when we finish this roll of saran wrap, we are going to move entirely to bees wrap. But I will say one thing as I keep trying to educate myself on the current environmental crisis of current, it's decades, centuries long environmental crisis we're in, is that there are things that you and your partner could do in a larger scale. Like you could say, so your partner can't handle not using the plastic bags at the grocery store. I mean, okay, but maybe you can offset it by making a donation. I love that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. It doesn't have to be like, it's not all going to look the same for everybody. Not everybody yes. is going to become a vegetarian and stop eating meat. Not we, you know, like also things have to change on change on a much larger. Yeah. I can't talk. Things have to change on a much larger corporate structural level than just like did we put the can in the recycling bin so it's all good but there's lots of things that maybe your partner might be interested in doing that don't Kate that is such (sighs) a good point again I am this is why we do this podcast is it yes I'm I just know I am trying to educate myself and I am a like I'm in the kindergarten level of educating myself on the environment although can I tell you something yeah I just enjoyed joined the parent volunteer group at my kids elementary school for the environmental awareness. It's like a parent started group. That's so cool. I just joined so I can learn a little bit more. And a friend and I are going to take a friend coffee date to our local recycling center to learn more about it. Oh my goodness. I'm just trying to learn. Wow. Because I'm not, this is not my field of expertise. So anyway, there are things. We have one more email. Yes, we do. This is a long email. This is a long email. And I looked into editing it down, but all of it felt like important information. I agree. So should we split it up? Sure. Kind of like when you're in school and like you take half the reading and the other person does the half. I'll start. Okay. And then do you want to take the second page? Sure. Here we go, everybody. I'm 42. I am divorced. I have a long-term partner, but it is somewhat stagnant relationship. I am fine with that right now, but I don't see it going to a place where we cohabitate. We tried. It didn't work. At this point, I'm happy living alone, but I've never really been alone alone. My only daughter, who I have had pretty much full custody of since the divorce, is starting her junior year of high school. Since I adopted her when she was five, I've had a compressed parenting time frame, so I feel super young to be facing empty nest, but here I am. On top of that, two years ago, I scored my dream job. I get to work from home in Northern California and visit New York quite often. It's a very specialized job and one that I actually only imagined I would get when I was close to retirement, but here I am. And I love my job. Love it. But it's long-term project work, so sometimes for a long period of time, it's slow. Plus, I love being at home, but there's a different groove from an office space. I worked in an office prior to this for almost 20 years. It's weird not showing up. Even as an engaged parent, I have found my groove in friends and hobbies. I travel, do yoga, have some crazy dogs, have a monthly girls night, and I serve my community. These are all things I fill my day with and they are interesting to me, but nothing I do feels like motivating passion to propel into my next big thing. My daughter wants to go away for college. I support that with my whole heart. I am so proud of her accomplishments, and I'm just happy we're so close, even into teen years. I can't wait to see her make her mark. However, it became real to me over the summer when, after visiting colleges all over the U.S. for the past four years, I know I was a little bit of a crazy lady, she found her school. We visited a college about eight hours away, and I saw it in her face, her smile, her body language. She is leaving. And ever since then, I've been secretly crying. I cried at lunch yesterday with a friend, and I'm crying right now writing this. My heart is breaking, and it's two years away. 
So I guess my question is twofold. How do I manage the fear for the next two years? If she knew I was afraid of it, she'd change her mind and stay. And I don't want that at all, but I'm afraid and sad. Two, I mentioned my job and all and all that because with her leaving, me being at home all the time, having accomplished all the big stuff that gets my heart pumping and engages me, I just feel flat. That push of what's next is gone. I'm afraid of this weird early retirement syndrome. I spend my daily breaks walking the dog and run into only retired people. My community service is board work, lots of semi-retired folk there too. My friends who are my age mostly have school-aged children, so I'm sort of an anomaly in the space too. I feel gratitude for everything I have, but stress and the feeling of having to accomplish something has always been my ignition switch. I feel flat, a little concerned that I'm falling into retiring retirement mode when I'm not really even close. How do I jumpstart myself back into this life as it is today? If the next thing and commitment to raising my daughter was what drove me so many years, what do I do when you have no next thing that's in your heart? You feel like you've done what you set out to do, but theoretically so long to go. Thanks for your insight. Too young to retire in Sacramento. Oh, listener, you are such a dear. I, I, I've read this email a bunch and I, every time I just think of you crying in private because you want your daughter to have the freedom to go. Yeah. But the pain that it's causing, I mean, I have chills thinking about it. It makes it, it breaks me because I think of my own parents. I think of how I might feel when my, I'm in your position and it's devastating Letting these things we love go, I don't know how we do it. Yeah. It's freaking hard. My initial response is that I think you should get yourself a great therapist. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you said in all these wonderful things that you do, I don't think you have a great therapist. I don't think you have a therapist. And I would, that is one way to self-care the hell out of yourself is to go to a space once a week, twice a week, three times a week and talk to somebody about this stuff. Someone you are paying to listen to you mm -hmm. who can help you just so you have a space to say these things and get them off your body and out of your, out of your body. Yeah. Um, I'm just sitting here kind of wallowing in this okay. sadness I'm feeling. <laughs> I know it's, I, I, my heart breaks for her. Um, listener, I, I wonder if there's a way to bring this up with your daughter in a way that she won't feel compelled to say like, okay, I won't go. And also that might not be her response, but I do think that in the interest of kind of your own sanity and also in having like an open and honest relationship with her, with your daughter, I think it might be worth broaching this with her. Just saying, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. I'm excited for you. It's going to be hard for me, but I support you. Yes. And I'm struggling right now, even thinking about it. Um, but I'd love to like make the most of these next two years. And maybe that means like taking a special trip with her or just like making memories, you know, that, that you'll be able to carry with you while she's gone. And that will have, you know, you'll have really nice experiences with her before she leaves. Um, you could even like start making scrapbooks with her. And Kate's like literally about to cry. I don't know why this is really hitting me. I, this is, I don't know if it's because my own mom has passed. Yeah. And I see a lot of my own mom in this. I keep thinking of my mom crying when I went to study abroad at the airport and like her sending me away and I was going to South Africa, but they still, you know, they still supported me in going, but it was yeah. hard for like that kind of experience of like knowing it's hard for your parents. Yeah. I'm not trying to discourage you from talking to your kid because I think you've raised a really strong, confident, empowered person. Totally. Like it's a, it's a reflection of what a great parent and role model you've been. 
Yeah, I think. Yeah, but I love what I. I think Dory, what you're saying is awesome. You have you have some time with your kid. Yeah. Also, who knows what could happen? It can be so hard to have this fear, this feeling of fear, like mm-hmm. what next? There's nothing next. Yeah. But I think once you, I think grieving the change and your daughter leaving is all so normal and so important to do. But there is this amazing life ahead of you. Totally. There, there's so much change and opportunity that can come. And, you know, the other thing I was thinking as I read this email and was thinking about it is, you know, you say that you have your dream job, but I actually wonder if it is your dream job because it sounds like working from home is actually not that great for you. And you're you're also sort of anticipating how it's going to feel even worse when your daughter is gone. So I think you should maybe start exploring getting an office job. I love that, Dory. Aren't you smart? <laughs> that you're so right. And maybe that means moving. And it sounds like you also like new experiences. You say that, you know, you were driven for so many years by the next thing. Maybe maybe moving once your daughter goes to college is the next thing and getting this new job. Like it sounds like you're really um fulfilled by new experiences and this might be a nice thing for you. Yeah, and if you don't want to be surrounded by retired people, you might that could be open to finding a new community. Yeah. Take this 2 years to spend time with your daughter, but also think about what you want your life to look like yep. were she to take the next step and go to a college yep. eight hours away. I love the idea of moving to a new city. Right? Listener, do you want to go live in France with me? I mean, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. The, we have really traversed all over the place Truly, on this we episode. Have. We've come to the end. We have. Thank you all for sharing these questions and thoughts and... Life experiences. life experiences with us. We're it, very grateful. Yeah. It, it truly moves us to tears. It does. Quite often. Yeah. So have a great week. Bye. 